Hey y'all, happy new year and welcome to Shades of Brown, the podcast that discusses the ever-evolving and sometimes contradicting thoughts of a black millennial. I'm your host, Allie B, and oh my gosh, y'all, I'm back. Welcome to season four. (laughs) Y'all, I never meant to leave y'all hanging like this. I did not intend for my hiatus to last more than six months. Heck, I didn't intend for my hiatus to last more than two months, but here we are, you know, life happens. And as I say, you know, it's, I am a ever evolving black millennial and that is exactly what's been happening with my whole entire life. There has been such an evolution, such a transformation that yeah, things happen, life happens, but I'm back and, and hopefully I'm here to stay. Thank y'all for being here. I'm excited to get back into my groove of podcasting. I'm excited to, I'm excited for all things SOB. I really, really am. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you for, for being here. Thank you for everyone who's been asking me, you know, where the podcast has been. Am I coming back? What you going to do? You going to talk about this? Thank you. I appreciate it. It did cause me a little bit of anxiety, you know, because those questions, I was like, I don't know. I want to come back. I miss it, but I just don't know. My life is just all kinds of crazy right now. But this year, I'm like, you know what? We're just going to figure it out. We're going to figure it out. This is just going to have to be the year of the comma where it's going to be this, 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 and this, and this, and this, and this. We're going to figure it out. I believe I've been graced and you have been graced to do all of the things. Okay. That's what Mrs. Kevin on stage says. We're we're just going to do all of the things. Let's just do it all. All right. And we'll figure it out as we go. Ain't no perfectionism over here. We're just going to do it and figure it out and we'll make it better and get better by and by. All right. <laughs> so for my first episode of season four, I really wanted to just give y'all a life update to let y'all know what's been happening, what's been going on with me. So let's get into it. So clearly I've been gone for a minute and it's mostly because of the way that my life has changed and transitioned. Um, I guess it kind of all started back in um, 2020. I kind of felt that a transition was ahead at the beginning of the pandemic, when, you know, we were all back at home, working from home and things like that, I just felt that there was something ahead that was going to be shifting things. But I didn't know that I didn't know exactly what it was. You know, I kind of just had a knowing that transition was ahead. And and that's exactly what it was. So in the fall of 2020, I heard the voice of the Lord clear as day. I cannot deny it. Um, and he was like, leave your job. And I was like, now what now? You say what? <laughs> you want me to do what? in the middle of a pandemic (laughs) and then do what? Like, you know, I love podcasting, but podcasting for me is a hobby, you know, and it's quite an expensive hobby. I don't, you know, I haven't mastered the monetization of podcasting yet. You know, I'll be transparent. This for me right now is a hobby and it costs me to produce this podcast. So, you know, I'm like, I don't, I don't have a backup plan, Lord. What are you talking about? And I do plan on, you know, giving further details into what I mean by that. You know, how did you hear the voice of the Lord? How did you know it was God? How did he confirm himself? Oh, I do want to give a a full episode just to break down, you know, walking by faith, what it looks like to have crazy faith and like, like practically, you know, it's one thing to be like, oh yeah, God said, but it's okay. Yeah. But how did you know that? So I do want to do a separate episode to like break down exactly what happened. But yeah, in the fall of 2020, God was like, leave your job. And it was it was very just like mind boggling because 
I didn't know why, but I knew that that's what was happening, that God was really saying that. So at the point when you realize it's God, you have to make a decision. Are you going to obey or disobey, you know? And I couldn't live with knowing that I heard the voice of the Lord, especially there were times in my life where I just begged for God to talk to me. Please, Lord, speak to me. So now I'm in a place where I clearly hear him and I'm like, oh, no, I'm not going to respond to what you say. I just want you to talk to me. I'm not going to respond to you. <laughs> nah, like I have to say yes. I don't, well, I don't have to say yes. I chose to say yes because I love the Lord. So I did. I quit my job and my plan, you know, was to, well, let me be clear. I did not have a plan, <laughs> but I was like, well, I'm, I mean, this will give me more time to, you know, do podcasting things because podcasting is a whole job, y'all. Like, oh my gosh, I say it's a hobby, but this thing, like it is a job. So I'm like, well, you know what? I'll just do that full time. And this will give me, you know, more space and room to make it, you know, uh, an entrepreneurial effort to make it, you know, profitable. I'll have the the time to really like invest into this to make it something like for real, for real. And, and, and maybe I'll go back to school, you know, because I I felt some things shifting even earlier in that year in regards to mental and emotional wellness. So I was like, you know what? Maybe the Lord is leading me back to school. So I'll go back to grad school, get, you know, and, and just shift things from, you know, I was doing supply chain management. I was working for defense contractors for eight plus years. I'm like, well, you know what? Maybe this is the change. And, you know, God is leading me to go back, go back to school. So I'm just going to, you know, do podcasting and go back to school. But God was like, nah, that's not what I'm saying. And my plan was to go back to pursue mental health counseling. I was like, you know what? I'm just going to go back to school and get all the certifications to become, I don't know, whether a psychologist or psych psychiatrist or mental health therapist, some sort of counselor. Um, because I do know that that's a part of my gifting. It's part of my spiritual gift. Um, so I'm like, well, you know what? Let me just enhance that and cultivate that. Maybe that's what God wants me to do. I even applied to school. I mean, I, I like I got references. I talked to mental health therapists um, to get their insight, to get guidance. Shout out to Alicia McCullough and Courtney Clardy. I talked to them like, what was your path? How did you know? Like I, I had people invested into this thing, you know, and like applying for school costs money, you know, asking people to write you reference letters that takes their time, all of this, right? So I applied to school and God was like, no, you're not going to waste two years to speak on these things or to do whatever you, the next thing is. You're going to do it now and I'll guide you through it, but you're not going to wait, you know, because that's the whole problem in itself. You always want validation. You're always needing all of these things to certify what you do, what you say, who you are. No, you have an experience and I need for you to go and help people through that same experience. Um, and I was like, uh, well, what the freak? Like, what do I do now? And that's when Holy Spirit instructed me to share my journey of healing from a mother wound. That's when I started creating the curriculum and stuff for my first online course. I shared my story on Facebook. I launched a healing program, a six week healing program. And you know, I was starting to get that rolling and I was like, all right, this is what I'll be doing. Podcasting and healing from a mother wound. And I was starting to get my groove. And y'all, when I tell y'all the second that I started healing from a mother wound, like the second that I launched it, like when it was out, right? When people have now invested into it, and, and bought into the program. The second that happened, God was like, all right, now move back home with your parents and serve them. <laughs> Ooh, y'all, y'all, I cannot make this up. <laughs> 
Oh my goodness. And I promise I'm going to give like, I'm going to give all the details in the part two of this because I really do want to encourage people. And I do believe I can help people when it comes to walking by faith and doing scary things and taking big leaps, you know, because this has been just crazy. <laughs> like saying these things out loud, it's like, girl, what? You, what? This sounds so bananas. It really is bananas. But for real, like this is what happened. The second I pulled my, you know, application from school and, and started planning for this, you know, online community, God was like, go back home. So again, when God speaks, I now have to respond. And at this point, I had quit my job. <laughs> so I'm like, all right, look, I'm out here in the deep now. Like I can't go, there is no going back. I'm just going to keep saying yes. And hopefully, you know, I'll understand by and by. Um, so I did, I packed up and I moved, I moved back home to Dothan, Alabama from Nashville, Tennessee. And I have not lived in Dothan since I graduated college. No, since I graduated high school in 2009. So I've been away on my own since 2009. And now God is instructing me to go back to this small town of 70,000 people. And yeah, after I have, you know, gone to school in Huntsville, Alabama, then gone to start my career in Salt Lake City, Utah, then went and lived in Nashville, Tennessee, had the best years of my life in Nashville. I adore Nashville. I miss Nashville. I had to grieve Nashville. Um, it wasn't like, you know, things were going bad. It wasn't like I was down and out. Like things were well, I mean, of course it was a pandemic going on, you know, but you know, thankfully I still had employment. I was able to work from home. I was safe. You know, I was secure. Like everything was good outside of, you know, the world experiencing coronavirus. Everything was good. I even said in one of the episodes, I think it was the episode I dropped in September, 2020. I was like, 2020 is low key lit, you know, like things were well. Um, and then God is like, yeah, about that. I need something different from you. So yeah, I moved back home in December, 2020. So it was two days after Christmas. Y'all, I really thought my life ended. Like when God first told me this, first of all, when God first told me to move back home, I ignored it. I'm not gonna even front. I'm not gonna ever act like, you know, I'm holier than thou and like, oh yes, the Lord speaks to me and I just respond, yes, Lord. No, 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 no. this was hard. This was hard. I, I had heard months prior to move back home, but I kept ignoring it. Cause I thought I was, I literally thought I was going crazy. But once it was confirmed, I'm like, okay, I can't deny it anymore. Like I know that this is the next step. And when God first told me, I cried and cried and cried and cried. Cause 2020, I turned 30 and I had all these plans, you know, like by 30, do this, 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 have this, 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 earn this, 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 this. I had all these plans. And at that point, you know, my life plan was going accordingly. I was crushing my goals, you know, across the board, you know, goals I've never spoken about, but I was crushing them and I was in a really, really good place. So I'm like, you know, yes, by 30, I may have not, you know, done every single thing, but by the end of 30, you know, those things would have happened. And I was so close. And here God is asking me to just like blow my life up to pieces, you know, and to create something new and to do something new for, for his sake. And, you know, for whatever other reason, reasons that some I know, some I'm still learning. So yeah, it was, it was a lot. It was very, very hard to move from Nashville back to Dothan for very obvious reasons, you know, like I'm 30 now, now 31 years old living with my parents, but also, you know, the not so obvious reasons that I will get into later. It was a very hard decision. 
decision to make, but it was a decision that I chose to make because I wanted to honor God and also to like, see what's next. Like, all right, Lord, you ain't going to leave me hanging. I know that you will never leave me. You'll never forsake me. I know your plans for me are to prosper me and not to harm me. So like, Something's got to be beautiful on the other side of this. So, all right, let's go. For the most part, you know, things were going well. When I got down here to Alabama, I continued my my first six-week course of healing from a mother wound. It went really, really well. People were blessed. You know, I was building that community online. In my Facebook group, I was, you know, still pushing out Shades of Brown content. I was on season three. I planned my first event for healing from a mother wound, and we had that um, last May. And that was wonderful. You know, like there were beautiful things happening. Um, I was acknowledged by impact magazine. They honored me as one of their who's who of black women in media, fashion and film. And I was able to go out to Salt Lake city for that event. Like beautiful things were happening. Miracles were happening left and right. Like I had never, I have seen miracles happen around me, but I had never experienced this level of miracles happening in my life. Like it was crazy. I was like, wait, what? So although I was down here, you know, in Dothan, like, oh man, this sucks. Great things were happening. And, you know, I was enjoying the flexibility and the freedom in my time to be able to, you know, get up in the morning and like spend time with God, like quality time, you know, like that was always my, my struggle when I was working. It was like, dang, I don't have time. Like I really want to spend time with you, Lord, but I don't have time. And that time, you know, it was like, it was just beautiful, right? So even even though it was a huge change, there were still beautiful things happening. Even though I was in little old Dothan, Alabama, a little circle city, the dot, peanut capital of the world, even though I was here, good things were still happening. And I was just trying to make the best of it. I didn't know why God was sending me back. I had an inkling, you know, like, I think we can not just put the pieces together, right? I have a program called Healing from a Mother Wound. And then God calls me back to my parents' house. Okay, maybe there's a connection there, um, which he confirmed. Like God, I do believe God sent me back here to complete and to do some finishing work with the healing in my life and, and with me and my mother. But but I also heard clearly like, go home to serve your parents. And I did not know what that meant because my, my parents are, they are pastors. And I didn't necessarily believe that God was calling me back to serve their church. So I was a bit confused. Like, well, what does that look like? Serve around the house? Like, I don't know what that means. Well, the middle of 2021, my dad's nonprofit organization was awarded a grant. And with this grant, he needed to fill two positions very, very quickly because the grant was awarded in like June and they had to start a work at like the end of June. So it was like a really short turnaround time to, you know, find people, interview, you know, do the whole vetting thing. They were needing to fill the position quickly and... Um, my dad was having a hard time finding, you know, qualified people who could step in this quickly and, you know, fill the position. So like I said, I knew a part of the reason I was here was to serve my parents. So I had already been helping my dad here and there with, you know, whatever I felt like I could do ideas, strategy, um, volunteer work for his nonprofit, like whatever I could, you know, help with, I would try and do. So because I was already in the vein of helping with his nonprofit, I came on board to fill this position. And, and at this point, I'm just like, just saying yes to whatever, because you know, my dad, if my dad needs help. I say yes, because I'm, I'm here to serve. <laughs> I'm here to serve. So yeah, I end up coming on as a full-time case manager. 
and I didn't know what I was signing up for. I did not think it through. It's interesting and I, I believe it's divine because, you know, as many of you know, case management is social work. Social work goes into, you know, the whole counseling thing. You know, like I said earlier, that's one of my spiritual gifts. And I was thinking about going back to school to become a counselor, a, a mental health therapist, something like that. Right. So it's like I could see God's hand in this, you know, and it was it was a major win and major victory for my dad's organization. Right. So like I'm seeing the hand of God in this thing. And I'm, I'm really believing that this thing is divine. And I do believe that still. I just wasn't aware of what was going to be required of me in regards to my energy, my time, my, my resources, what I would have to sacrifice. So now, you know, at this point, it had been almost eight months or so since leaving my job. So I had gotten a new routine. I had gotten a new rhythm in my day-to-day -day living and in my productivity. So now I've got to revert back to, okay, I got to get in work mode Monday through Friday. And I had never worked Monday through Friday ever in my life. So my very first job in Salt Lake City at ATK, a defense contractor, we had a 980 schedule. So I had every other Friday off. Then my second job, when I transferred to L3 Harris, another defense contractor, I was on a 410. So I had every Friday off. And then when I got to Nashville, it was back to 980s, which is, you know, every other Friday. So I had never experienced what it was like. But so now I'm in this space where I'm doing this like Monday through Friday, nine to five thing. And boy, y'all, I'm like, who has time to do anything when you only got two days out the week to relax? In those two days, you got to do all your chores, all your whatever. It's like, who has any time like this setup is utter trash. And I knew that already, you know, but I never lived it. Cause like I said, I've never had to work every single, you know, Friday. So now I'm in a whole new career role, you know, um, I'm in case management, working with the general public and doing this Monday through Friday. I was not ready for the toll it would take on me psychologically, mentally, emotionally, spiritually, physically. It is so draining working with the general public. I did not know. Of course, you know, like we can empathize, right? You know, when it comes to those who work with the public, right? Our nurses, our public servicemen, like, like we, we know that it's a struggle, right? But I'm saying personally, me, Alice and Brittany Brown, I did not know. <laughs> Y'all, oh my gosh, I love people, but I do not like people. <laughs> oh my gosh, y'all. It is a lot. And I remember calling or texting my cousin who, you know, has been in case management for years. You know, he's been doing this for a long time. And I was like, yo, you got to help me, bro. Like, what do I do? And he texts me or sent me a voice note like, if you don't do these things, you will drive yourself to drinking. So, you know, do this, do that, guard your heart, guard your mind. He said, if you don't follow these instructions, you will not last in case management. And I believe him because this stuff is like, yo, what? I'm coming from defense contracting. I'm coming from supply chain management, subcontracting, procurement, like project management. And now I'm in a space where I'm dealing with the general public, y'all, there, I, y'all, <laughs> and this is still, I'm still in this role currently. And after work, I am so drained. I don't want to see people. I don't want to talk to people. Take me into my little hole. I don't want to get on the phone. I don't want to text. I just don't. <laughs> so it's been very difficult for me to 
find time and space and the mental capacity to record podcasts and to create content and do all the things that I was doing early 2021. It's been difficult because it's like not only am I in this new role and, you know, with the job, but I'm still navigating what it means to live life in Dothan, Alabama. How long am I going to be here? What's next? It's all of these things, right? It's it's so many little transitions within the major transition. So it's been a lot and my capacity has been maxed out in every way. But I knew from the beginning of me creating Shades of Brown that this wasn't just about me. Cause like I told y'all, you know, me sharing, me using my voice for anything is a miracle because I didn't like my voice, right? So like me starting this podcast was a part of a bigger thing and I do believe it's a part of my purpose. Um, So I knew I had to get back to it. And because this kind of stuff for me now, I understand is a part of my zone of genius and staying out of my zone of genius. And this is in reference to The Big Leap, a book by Gay Hendricks. Please read it, add it to your 2022 book list. Um, But being out of my zone of genius, being outside of, the things that make me thrive. It's so draining and it's so, it, it's crazy. So now I'm, I'm in a space where I'm pushing myself to get back into this space. I, I just saw something yesterday like, you know, you don't always need motivation to do a thing. Sometimes motivation comes after you start doing it, right? Sometimes you'll gain your strength and momentum as you do the thing, as you go. And I'm learning that. And it's just a matter of like, you know, getting my mind to align with my heart and all those things because I do want to be doing this. Um, So yeah, that's what's been going on, y'all. Like my life has just blown up to pieces I'm in a different space literally like geographically mentally vocationally professionally in every way I'm in a different space and it has taken its toll but I do believe that because of all that I've experienced in 2021 I have a ton to offer in regards to walking by faith in regards to just a lot of stuff um that I that I want to share how you know you navigate a yes lord without going crazy. <laughs> if I'm being honest, because there have been many nights where I'm like, Lord, I don't, I don't want any parts of this anymore. I don't, I know I said yes, but I don't, I don't want this. I'd much rather take my risks with, you know, doing it on my own, in my own strength. I'd rather, you know, just figure it out on my own. I'd rather just live comfortably, maybe not living in purpose, but I don't want this anymore, you know, because it's too much. You, you're asking too much of me and I, I don't want to give it anymore. <laughs> So yeah, it's been a battle, but I, and I do want to, over the course of this season, encourage people who may be in spaces of transition, who may be in spaces of transformation, who may be in spaces of, you know, trying to figure out the next thing, um, who are, who know they're hearing from God, but they're just like, all right, but I need the next steps. Because for me, y'all know I struggle with anxiety. And a lot of part of that for me is like, I need to know the next step. I, I won't commit to Z until I know A, B, C, D, E, F, G, e. like, you know what I'm saying? Like I won't commit to anything until I know all the things I have tons of questions. I just need to know because the, you know, I, I want to be in control of things. I want to, you know, make sure I'm going to be secure and stable. And the thing about transition is when you're moving, you're not stable. Like there's something that's under you that's moving that can shake things at, at your core level, you know, if you're not careful and if you're not guarded. So I do want to share some things over the course of the season that, that will encourage you to just hang on and to remain anchored while you're out here in the deep or while you're considering going out in the deep. <laughs> Because listen, you jump out there by yourself, you're going to drown, but you got to be anchored, okay? <laughs> so yeah, that's where I am, y'all. That's the space that I'm in. So thank you for your patience as I have, you know, figured things out and 
Thanks for listening to, you know, seasons one, two, and three. And I hope that y'all would stick around and kick it with me. Well, all right, y'all. It's time for brownie points. You already know this segment ain't going nowhere. This is the time set aside for us to just sit back for a moment and to reflect on some things that we're proud of. It could be a decision you made. It could be something that you stopped. It could be something you started. Whatever it is, think of this moment and just love on yourself for a second. So this week, I'm giving myself brownie points for for staying the course. Yeah, for staying the course. I didn't even know there was a fighter in me. I did not know. I know now. And yeah. I'm giving myself brownie points for for sticking it out, for seeing things through, for not quitting. What are you giving yourself brownie points for? Whatever it is, think about it, write it down, put it on your phone, share with your friends, put it in the group chat, post it on Facebook, Instagram, whatever, like celebrate yourself. 2022, we not doing that imposter syndrome stuff. We not acting like we don't see our accomplishments. We not acting like we don't see how amazing we are. We we applying pressure all 2022, okay? <laughs> so yeah, start now and tell yourself how proud of yourself you are. All right, y'all. That's all I got for y'all. Stick with me. I hope that you would share this, share this episode um, and follow me on all the socials, Facebook, Instagram, and y'all, your girl done got on TikTok. I'm on TikTok now. So follow me there too. As you know, on Facebook and Instagram, you can find me at everything Allie B. And on TikTok, you can find me at mother wound healer. Again, that's mother wound healer. I'll be doing that kind of content on TikTok and then everything else on Facebook and Instagram. And please check the link in my bio on Instagram and Facebook where you can find Shades of Brown merch. You can find the link to my online healing community called Healing from a Mother Wound. You can find information about my podcast consulting. Um, A lot of folks come to me asking for help with starting a podcast. I do offer assistance with that. So check out my link in my bio and everything else I got going on there, you can see. And I'll leave you with this. My prayer for you this year is that you be well, you love well, and you be loved well. You deserve that. Okay, bye. (laughs) Thank you.